Hey everybody, Graham Brown. This is Podcast Maps. What episode are we on now? I believe this may be episode eight. Thank you for joining me on this journey into the world of podcast success. And what's all that about? Well, if you joined me on the webinar yesterday, I shared the key trends in what's happening in podcasting today. And the key takeaway, if you missed the webinar, and go back to listen to episode seven, if you missed it, to go a bit deeper into, you know, the key like macro trends that are affecting podcasting today. And really what that is, is that the rules of the game have changed. It's almost like, imagine we were playing football and we got really good at playing football and we learned to train and physically, mentally trained for football. And then they suddenly came along and said, right, okay, now you can use your hands. And I'm talking about soccer, right? Not football with the hands that in America. Anyway, forget about that. So the rules have changed. And why that's important to us is the strategies that seem to have been used and abused over the last few years in podcasting are becoming less effective. And the probably the prime suspect strategy is the guest share strategy, which is I'm just going to get lots of guests, um, good guests on my podcast. I'm going to hustle for my guests and I'm going to get them to share my podcast. And that worked like three years ago. And I can vouch for that because I did a podcast with 500 episodes. Yet what happened was... Um, that that became less effective. You know, I had great guests. I had Tony Fernandez on my podcast. And yet what happened in the last 12 months of that tenure was that the algorithms on Spotify and iTunes changed. They stopped sending organic traffic to podcasts which were focused more on off-store as opposed to on-store promotion, meaning like if I was to send a lot of traffic to my ATP Asia Tech podcast and they were going there because of the guest and not then converting into subscribers or repeat listeners, what iTunes and Spotify would do seeing that kind of data and behavior was assume that your podcast is not engaging. And yet the guy who was getting aligned listeners via the podcast on store search. So let's say I was searching for entrepreneurship or Asian tech ecosystem and Asia tech podcast came up. Then whoever's searching for that is pretty much aligned to the narratives of the podcast. And that would then convert into a subscriber. It, that would then signal to Spotify and Apple that this is an engaging podcast because look, somebody searched for it and they went from episode 500 where they started and they went back to 499 and then they checked out 492 and then they checked out 10 more. And that's what Spotify and Apple want. They want you to bring the same listeners back, not to keep hustling for new listeners. It's the restaurant model where you can either have a restaurant that has the sea view and gets all the tourist coaches. They don't give a shit about the quality of their food and the service and the price because they're never going to see you again. And they can survive as long as the coach tours keep passing by. 
yet it's the restaurants that don't have the immediate footfall slightly out of town that have to hustle harder for quality on store, if you like. But they're the ones that keep people coming back because if their patrons will come back on one more night in the week, that's what a 13% compounding of their audience and 13% a week compounds all the way up so that you only have to do another six weeks and you've doubled your customer base. That's the numbers. That's the maths, right? You can't double the number of coach loads coming, pulling up outside your restaurant. And it's the same with podcasts. And Spotify and Apple don't want to play the buy the seafront game because, you know, they've invested in people like Joe Rogan. They've doubled down hundred millions of these guys, right? They can do it a lot better than us. What we shouldn't be doing is playing that game. We should be, okay, right, we're not Joe Rogan, uh, but instead we're going to be that restaurant slightly out of town who is not going to rely on having celebrity chefs or having the best sea view. We're going to rely on just getting people to come back. So what I want to talk about in today's podcast, in Podcast Maps, episode eight, is how you can work with an agency. What should a podcast agency do for you and your success. Because some years ago, there was a time that you could simply publish a podcast and you would get listeners, right? As in the early days of Amazon, when they released Kindle, self-publish, create space, all those kind of tools to help us want to be J.K. Rowlings and people like Malcolm Gladwell we were just the wannabes who wanted to publish like them. And there were, for every JK Rowling, there were 10 million wannabes. So what transpired was it went from a situation where just publishing was enough to get an audience to now you actually had to hustle, right? And we're seeing the same in podcasting today. So go back a few years. If you were to hire an agency, your real your number one problem wouldn't have been audience. Your number one problem would have been production because you would just have to get the content out. And if you can get quality content out and enough of it, you would build an audience. So three or four years ago, your key challenge was a production challenge. And therefore you should have sought out an agency purely on the basis of their ability to produce within budget to your needs and in time. That's all changed because now you can get production pretty much anywhere in the world for a reasonable price. Your problem now is not going to be production. It's going to be promotion because now that production has been democratized and anybody can get access to the tools and Every day there's a new tool to help you produce your podcast and make it easier, but there aren't new tools to help you promote your podcast and make that easier. In fact, as production gets easier, promotion gets harder. It's pure supply and demand because what's happening is the supply of podcasts is outstripping the bandwidth, the 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 availability of listeners 
And what that then means for us as podcasts, publishers, hosts, owners, is that the cost of the attention of those listeners is getting higher and higher. So the tactics that you were using three or four years ago, which was the, the guest tactic, no longer works. So you should now look to a podcast agency, your podcast agency, to help you on two aspects, promotion and performance. Now, promotion really is how do you take that podcast and blow it up? A key part of that is understanding what blowing up means. It doesn't mean sharing it on social media. It doesn't mean sharing it with guests. It means understanding how blowing up really happens today. And it happens on store. And let me explain a little bit about what on store promotion really is. It means going onto Spotify, Apple, who pretty much account for 80% of the market. So you can start there. I know there are local variants like Ghana and Simalaya, people like that. But ultimately, Apple and Spotify will do you 80% of the market. And maybe next year when we do this podcast, we can add in Amazon into that as well. Those will be the big three players. Maybe Google can be added in there as a smaller podcast player. Those are your two to start with, Apple and Spotify. How are you ranking on these stores. That is what you should look to for from your podcast agency. How are you going to help me promote this podcast? And by promoting, I don't mean asking your agency to do audiograms and social media sharing. That is not how it should work. That's something you can get a social media dude to do, even an intern. What you should be paying for is the expertise the experience of the agency to say, right, firstly, let's have a look at your category. What category are you in? Okay, you are in business. You're not in entrepreneurship. Business has 17,000 titles in it. Entrepreneurship has 7,000. Why didn't you put yourself in management? Management has 4,500 titles in it. If you put yourself in management, that means you're four times more likely to get recognized because it's four times less crowded than business. That simple hack alone from your agency can save you a lot of time. That could save you thousands of hours of audiograms and social media sharing. Because at the end of the day, if you want to find gold, if you want to hit the main vein of gold, mine where the gold is. And I tell podcasters today this, that the gold is on Apple and Spotify, not off Apple and Spotify. These businesses have built millions, hundreds of millions of listeners for you if you only play their algorithm. So you have to understand what are they looking for? And if you can understand what they're looking for and you give it to them, then they will give you listeners. It's simple. Starting with your category. This is the performance part of what an agency should do for you. And it's certainly what increasingly we spend more time working with our podcast agency clients on performance. That is tracking rankings, tracking performance, tracking keyword SEO of that podcast. Because 
if you can get into the top 20 of your category, you will now start hitting the jet stream of that category's audience. Now, just being in the top 20 can happen from time to time. You might get lucky in one market and there are many podcast markets. You know, we track in excess of 270 markets and categories on our podcast maps platform. But if you sort of go back a little bit and look at the rankings in each market, you might get lucky locally, but sort of keeping that consistently in the top 20 is a different game entirely. That getting into the top 20 does not guarantee you're going to stay there because A, more people want that coveted spot because of supply and demand. We've talked about that. And B, that you may get it once, but staying there requires consistency and cadence. Now, if you read my podcast maps SEO guide, you can go and download it from the website. You'll find that consistency is a key part of your performance on the podcast platforms, meaning that if you were to publish at an irregular publishing schedule, then the podcast platform is going to penalize you because it doesn't want irregular content. It wants regular content that builds a habit and the habit trains listeners to come back. I expect an episode every X days from you and I'll come back to the platform to look for it. So that leads into the second point in performance about cadence. Now cadence is uh, the beat at which you publish so you could publish every seven days, you could publish every 14 days, every 30 days. That has changed. Now the cadence has dropped uh, 20% in the last three years. That means that people are publishing more frequently. A lot of business podcasts have yet to really understand that cadence isn't a once a month thing. So you should work with your podcast agency. They should be advising you on cadence and consistency. They should have the data on this to say, look, in your category management, the average cadence is 6.3 a month. If it's different category, nonprofit, it may be 5.8 a month. If it's history, it may be 3.9 a month. But the point is, is that what they should be able to tell you is that in your category, you have a defined audience. Now that audience is trained and expects podcasts to look and sound in a certain way. So if yours don't look and sound in a certain way, you better make sure that's in a good way. Because if you're deviating from the norm, then it may be harder for you to get organic traffic because Spotify and Apple are less likely to put you in the listeners also subscribe to Stripe on the website and even on the mobile app as well. If you want to get into that, you better start looking and sounding like what the other podcasts, especially what the other successful podcasts look and sound like. So a key part of what you should ask for from your podcast agency is the performance aspect, which is publishing cadence and publishing consistency and measuring the rankings of your podcast in the category that you want to rank in and consistently tracking those rankings and feeding that information back to you and iterating on the data. 
using the data to drive conversations. We see from the data that episode six in your podcast about this subject drove more conversations, more subscribers, more growth. Episode seven has yet to convert. Episode eight, by contrast, is where we stepped up cadence to once every three days. And by the way, that is not excessive. Look at Gary V's audio experience. He publishes 30 episodes a month. 30. That's one a day. So that is what people now expect. And if Gary V is now training people because he's the guy that is out there loudmouthing about social media, if he's the guy that's training your audience what to expect by indirectly getting them to come back every single day, guess what? Every day that they come back, and they listen to a Gary Vee episode because he's in entrepreneurship. If you're in entrepreneurship as well, your audience are listening to Gary Vee every single day. And when they listen to him, you know what pops up at the bottom of the screen on the website on mobile? Listeners also subscribe to. And what Spotify and Apple are going to push there is new, exciting content. And if I'm coming back every single day, and you're not publishing every single day, then I'm not likely to see you in that recommended stripe. Yet if you were, then you have a better chance because your competition is publishing only every month and you're publishing every two days. So the fact that you're newer means I'm more likely to promote you. I will overweight your ranking in the algorithm to give you a higher position in the relative recommendation. So basically, look at it like this, is that the game is getting harder. It's getting easier to produce, harder to promote. And therefore, think of that in terms of what you need from a podcast agency. Don't worry so much about the how of the podcast, that stuff that can work itself out. Worry more about the what, which is what is the business objective that we are working towards and how are we performing in the podcast to meet that objective? A good agency should have the data to help you with that. That is what you should look for. If you are considering growing a podcast and you want to do it the easy way, as opposed to the hard way, which is relying on bigger and bigger busloads of coaches pulling up outside your restaurant and more and more high status celebrity chefs to draw the crowds in. If you want to do it that way, you certainly can. And that is hard graft. And eventually it's a house of cards that will topple. If you want to do it organically, however, and build a podcast that is sustainable and will grow long-term through more focus on working on your business, then go to your podcast agency and ask them firstly, right, what are you going to do to help me get up the rankings on Apple and Spotify? What are my rankings today? How do I rank on keywords that are important to me? Those are the three questions you need to ask your agency. One, how are you going to help me get up the rankings? Give them a target. Get me into the top 20 of technology. Give them that target and let's see how they respond to it. We got one of our clients to number one in the management category. It was hard work, and it's hard work keeping them in the top five now because it's extremely competitive. 
but it's possible. So question number one, how are you going to help me get into the rankings? Secondly, where are my rankings today? If they don't know where you are, how are they going to hit a target which they don't see? If they can't help you with that, then, you know, what's the point of working with them? They're just production. And thirdly, the topics that matter to you and will help you drive aligned traffic, you need to ask them, what are you going to do to help me rank on my most important keywords? So if your most important keyword is entrepreneurship or Asia tech ecosystem or early stage VCs, then give them that list of four to six keywords. And that's where we start with our clients and say, right, firstly, I want to know where do I rank in these now? And then secondly, I want to know how you can help me improve them. And that's the tough questions you need to ask your podcast agency. If they can't give you those answers, then don't give them your business. Yeah, sure. They can do the editing work and the production work, but that's about it. And you can outsource all of that anyway, right? So what you should really be asking is, how are they going to help you perform? How are they going to help you promote this podcast? That's what really matters now. If you want to dive a little bit more into the world of podcast SEO, then subscribe to Podcast Maps on Apple and Spotify. Uh, We're on episode eight now. Episode seven, which you missed, is the three global podcast trends in my webinar. And episode six, if you're interested in case studies, I do an analysis of Gary V and his audio experience. So go and check that out. And I'll see you for episode nine, because in episode nine, what I'm going to talk about is... Now that you've understood a little bit about SEO in podcast, how do you put this into practice? What are the three steps that you need to take to go from podcast zero to podcast hero? All coming up in Podcast Maps, episode nine. My name's Graham Brown. Mm-hmm.